Super Bowl Friday is presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman, coming up at 835 right now. Question today, part two, what is wrong with the Jazz? You know, PK, there's a lot of debates in the world of sports. But sometimes we actually get to uh, a point where everyone's on the same page, and then it's like you take the discussion to the next level. Is there something wrong with the Jazz is no longer a debate. Four out of five, you lose four out of five, and you're the Jazz with their expectation, heads are turning. What, what is wrong with you guys? It's no longer is there something wrong. Something's wrong. And I thought it was interesting that... Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell used the word embarrassing. That, that was embarrassing because they didn't just lose four out of five, but they were down by 26 at home. They were getting blown out. Is mm-hmm. that rock bottom now does it change? And if you're going to turn things around, well, what's wrong? What do you have to fix to get back on the winning track? Because it's not just bad luck, bad bounces. <clears throat> Daniel says... I'll turn the channel every now and then to see how they're doing, but I refuse to watch entire games. I watched probably 80% of the game last year and invested way too much time to be disappointed with them exiting in the second round. They're not as good as they think they are, and I think Quinn is too much of a player's coach at at times. The players are different than in the Sloan era, so I get you can't put the hammer down like he did, but at some point you have to hold players accountable for the lack of hustle, defense, and constantly complaining to the referees. These guys are professionals and should act like it. I think many things. That is a heck of a take from Daniel right there. One, from what we've refer- what we've heard referenced by players, Quinn puts the hammer down, but only in private. In those post-game things, he will talk about the team and in generalities, but from, well, Joe Ingles on our show, I guess, would be the, uh, would be the obvious one, but... Um, Alec Burks was, was saying once, you never want to be in the film session. You do not want to be in the film session the morning after a game. That doesn't tell me that Quinn Snyder so is a player's sick? coach. <laughs> I think he was saying you better do things right during the game so okay. you don't get called out by the coach because it's super uncomfortable. I think in today's world, every coach has to be a player's coach to one degree or another. Oh, I see where you're going there. The individual players can have so much power. And, I mean, they, they basically fall over themselves to make sure Donovan Mitchell is happy and whatever he wants. And he, th- there's some people in the public who call him out of fans because they don't like whatever political stance his latest thing is on. Although I don't know how you can argue with what his latest thing and how you can say he's outrageous in saying that what he said. But that's in my opinion. Uh on this, uh, this little tragedy of last week, that's for sure. But some people get turned off by other stuff. I have a hard time seeing how you can get turned off by last week, but other stuff. And he has the full support publicly of the Jazz because he basically holds the franchise in his hands because he's that good of a player. And so the better the player, the more leverage the player has. So the coach better be in a position to have that player like him and so and that's not unique to hear by any stretch so everyone to an extent has to be a pleasure player's coach I don't think that that's the issue I was thinking about what you said last week that historically his teams get off to a slow start so this is what's happening 
I think that's some of it. I do think that they have got to figure out how to solve the switching. Um, that's bugging him. It leads to a lot of dribbling, so the offense doesn't look right. It doesn't pass the eye test. But I think they know they have to beat people off the dribble because the pick and rolls they use um, aren't, aren't as likely to work. Um, but people are hitting other stuff. Michael says, number one, rebounding. Well, that has certainly been a problem in some games. You can't argue that. Number two, worrying too much about officiating. Yeah. Uh, okay. um, three, three-point shooting and spacing. So Michael just keeps going. I mean, he, he's got a list. Um, Tammy says, I honestly think they've put too much pressure on themselves. They're all trying to do too much themselves instead of passing the ball. And then add on to that that the three-point shots have been subpar this year, which I think is related to my first point, and it appears they have forgotten how to have fun. Well, that gets circular, Tammy, because winning is fun. And you can't have as much fun when you're down by 26. You start having fun when you're down by 26, and then people definitely think you don't care. Well, and they do have high, high expectations placed on them by themselves and by everybody else. You know, this is not unusual. Uh, you can go back to the Stockton alone, the peak days, and their two NBA final teams, and they had stretches where they went on the road and lost five out of six. Now, they ended up 60-win teams in the NBA finals, but you hit these stretches. But when one player says it's embarrassing, that's Donovan's word. It's not our word. That's Donovan's word in postgame. We played it for you about an hour ago. Yeah. And then I thought the guy who really hit it on the head was Mike Conley. You know, As usual. And paraphrasing, basically, got to focus, got to lock in, got to have a sense of urgency. Yeah. You know, there are things that need to be done, and there's a way they need to play, and they're not there right now. And this is, I think, the, the fallout, and this happens all the time. They didn't play great basketball in the first eight games, but they got great results. They were 7-1. and one. You go 7-1 and one in the NBA in any eight-game stretch, you're having a good stretch. But now, they aren't winning. So how do they get to the point where they know they're playing at a high level? Now, it's hard to play at a high level and sustain it. We see the Warriors, they get off to a great start, and then they go to Charlotte. We'll get to this and what is trending next. They go to Charlotte and get beat by a pretty, what I assume is another pretty mediocre to poor Charlotte team. But they get beat. We'll get to that next, coming up. What is trending? On the way, all the headlines, and that was a wild, wild day in the NFL. We'll get to that next. Stay with us.